Well, welcome into Monmouth Roseville High School, the shoebox, affectionately known as the shoebox, for Monmouth Roseville Titan and West Hancock Titan. It's a clash of the Titans. Used to be twice a year, now it's just once a year. Playing in a non-conference matchup. We get the uh, clash of Titans last week between the uh, boys uh, boys teams, and that was a heck of a ball game. One point lost by Monmouth Roseville, 48-47, in, in a really competitive high school basketball game. I don't know what we're going to get tonight. Monmouth Roseville at 10-1. They are coming off their first loss of the season on Saturday to Camp Point Central Southeastern on the road in Augusta, 43-39. to They're, again, their first loss of the season, 10-1. The West Hancock Titans at 5-7. Got an early game tonight, having some numbers issues within the West Hancock Titan basketball program, so they're playing their varsity game first at 5.30, followed by a little bit of JV run at the at the end of the ballgame. So that's that's our scene tonight. I'm Sean. There we go. Now we're now we're see I got Bianca Luna with me. We, we lost uh, contact there with our with our antenna there, but we're back on now. Bianca Luna, former Monmouth Roseville Titan, current Monmouth College softball and basketball player. I was asking Bianca what it feels like to come back in the shoebox. It wasn't that long you were gone, right? No, just a few years. Just a few years. Uh, just you, we were talking before the ball game. You were like, this seemed like such a big court back when I was in high school, but compared to your college court, not so much, huh? No, not at all. <laughs> what have you seen out of this group? How old was this group when you were in high school? The, the senior group, yeah. I was going to say, you remember them a little bit, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. This will be a, this will be a fun broadcast. You uh, you know these girls, you know these girls pretty darn well. I got a chance to talk to head coach Scott Weber for the Monmouth Roseville Titans. He's in his fifth season, looking for his 85th win, sitting on 84 wins, so he's creeping closer to that 100 win mark here in his fifth season. Kind of four and a half with the COVID year. Only got about half a season in. J.C. Hartwig in her second season with the West Hancock Titans. I got a chance to catch up with Scott Weber. We'll come back with that security saving. Bank pregame coaches interview. You're listening right now to the Kellogg Printing pregame show on the Public Square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Broadcasting tonight from the Mick Royce Furniture Broadcast booth, quality furniture at an affordable price located in Monmouth, Illinois, and the game powered by the Greater Warren County United Way, where 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview coming up. Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the WREM pregame show. Join me on the pregame show. I got head coach of the Mama Throwsville Titans, Mr. Scott Weber. Coach, coming off first loss of the season on Saturday. How's, how's the girls doing? You know, they seem all right. It, it's hard because, you know, you play Saturday, get back late, don't get a chance to practice and hit the floor tonight. So it's good versus bad, right? It, it's good to get back on it, but bad. We haven't been able to talk about anything that we could correct from Saturday. But these girls are resilient, man. You've, you've watched them enough. They're, they're, they're going to be focused. They're probably going to come in, hopefully, with a little chip on their shoulder ready to take care of business. Uh, it's always physical down there at Camp Point Central and, and I've seen I've seen your ball club get physical when they need to. What what did Camp Point Central do to kind of get you out of your out of your game? Yeah Camp Point, you know, we knew defensively they were gonna fly all over. We knew they were gonna trap us, but they, they trapped and fly all over to the nth degree. You know, they're long, they're athletic. They're aggressive, which we don't care about. But, you know, I think their length gave us some issues, you know, on the offensive end because they were trapping everywhere we went. They called it blitz, and they came and trapped us. And so we had a hard time with that. But we'll, we'll learn from that, and we'll definitely get better. I, uh, it's one of those situations where, you know, some folks will say, eh, eh, maybe they needed one after 10 wins. I don't look at this ball club like that. I really don't. I don't see this ball club going, we're 10-0 and, and strutting around. I don't see that. But 
seeing the style of play that they saw was good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you have a coach that comes and talks to you and says, I want to lose tonight, they probably should should do something else, right? So never want to lose, but I mean, it, hopefully it's a, a wake-up call to where they got to be. I mean, that's a, that's a top program down there, and, and we feel we're one of the better teams in the state. Maybe arrogance, maybe cocky or whatever, but we're, we feel we're that team, and in order to be that team, we've got to beat teams like that, but we'll learn from it. Um, we haven't had a chance to talk about it, but we'll definitely definitely look at some film and get better from it. What's I was actually talking to Coach Adolson this morning. He comes in with the uh, kind of the Titan Sports Report on the morning show. We were talking about it a little bit. I said, you know, maybe the good thing is they're right back on the floor tonight. Sure, you'd like to talk about it a little bit, but maybe getting right back up on the horse immediately. Well, it's like when we win, we don't relish in it. When we lose, we can't relish in it. It's got to be the same way. You know, we we don't spend a lot of time talking about wins, and we, we're not going to spend talking time about losses because we're 48 hours removed. We can't do a thing about Saturday. Let's let's move forward and take care of business when we have to. And even better yet, there's no JV game, so literally getting right back on the floor. Yeah, you know, I was getting ready for it. I'm like, I'm not sure I like this. I don't. It gets me out of sync. So I mean, it gets them out of sync too. But at the end of the day, you know, it's another ball game, another chance to get on the floor in the shoebox and uh, take care of business. West Hancock having some numbers issues. Gave us a pretty good ball game last year. Usually a pretty solid program. Um, what do you see out of this year's West Hancock Titans? I, got, I can't say Titans tonight. I got to go back to saying West Hancock and Monmouth Roseville. Yeah, you can't say that anymore, right? You know, their uh, numbers have improved down there. Um, they're going to come in and play hard. Um, not the same type of defensive pressure, but similar to what what Camp Point does is they're going to guard us full court. They're going to try and press us a little bit. They got, you know, a couple really good athletes. You know, the Woodworth girl, she's, she's going to chuck it up 20 times a night. And our job is to slow her down and make her work for those 20 shots. You know, and Mariah, I'm sure, will be up for the test. And uh, they got some other girls that can play. They got a nice post player that's left-handed that's lanky. But, um, you know, we're going to handle their pressure. I expect them to play man-to-man. What I've seen from them is man-to-man. So we're, uh, we're going to get a steady dose of inside tonight. Always talk about good starts, and you guys have done a great job about, about getting good starts, first half and second half, actually. But after Saturday, how important is it even more important, I guess, to getting off to a good start? I think from a confidence level, it's huge. You know, they don't want to say, here we go again. We, we'd like to get out, get going, and, and just build on that. And like I said, Saturday's done. We can't do anything about it. So getting off to a good start puts that farther in the background. So we'll, we'll talk about the importance of that here in a minute and, and come out fired up, ready to go. Plus, it's the last game before before you get a little break before the Christmas tournament, too. Well, Christmas tournament and about six weeks of bus ride. So <laughs> let, let's enjoy this while we can. <laughs> exactly. Good, good luck, Coach. We'll talk to you afterwards. Thank you. That's Coach Scott Weber here on the pregame show. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Shoebox here at Mammoth Roseville High School. As we get, uh, we're about three minutes away from tip-off. We'll take care of some other business we've got. The uh, uniform sponsors tonight, MC Sport & More. Your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel, hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more. MCSportandMore.com. Mammoth Roseville and their home whites, white tops, white bottoms with the blue and silver trim down the side. Mammoth Roseville across the front with the numbers separating the Mammoth and the Roseville. The West Hancock Titans and the black tops black bottoms with white numbers and red titans across the front. Thanks to MC Sportmore for sponsoring the uniforms. Referees tonight, it is uh, Sean Strahan, it is Jay Bazzari, and I know the third guy, but I can't place his name right now. I'm sure he, they've never called a foul on you, have they, Bianca? No, not at all. <laughs> at least not one that you've earned, right? Yeah. That you deserved. There you go. Sponsors for our referees tonight, Kehoe Eye Care and Mama and Gelsberg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly 
with Kehoe Eye Care. The Stand Insurance National Anthem coming up here in just a bit. But let's get to the to the keys to the game. Everybody tunes into the pregame show for the keys to the game. No pressure, Bianca, but this is there are millions of people listening for the keys to the game tonight for Mama Thrillsville getting a win. Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Testing. There we go. Now we're on. There you go. What's the key? See if we got you there. There you go. Okay. Um, honestly, just good, solid defense. And from the looks of it, West Hancock doesn't have much size, so if they really use their dominant post players and get a lot of inside-outside looks, I feel like that'll really get them to the win. I, I know watching when you when you were playing as a senior, you had you had you guys had a great in and out, inside-outside game. It was fun to watch, and at times they've done that. Uh, with with uh, Carmen and Brianna kind of working uh, kind of high low, and, and like I say, this might be might be the night to get bring it back. All right, we're going to get to our uh, national anthem here. We're having some uh, technical difficulties with our with our uh, with our. Uh, there we go. Let's try to keep it right there. See if that'll keep us on the air. They're getting ready for the for the national anthem, so we'll step aside for about two minutes and bring you your Stan Insurance national anthem, your local Allstate Insurance Agency, Stan Insurance in Monmouth since 1919. We'll be back in two minutes. Back here at the shoebox at Mammoth Roseville High School, national anthem uh, sung by our Mammoth Roseville Madrigals. Just a fantastic job by the Madrigals. We'll give the uh, starting lineups for the West Hancock Titans. Alexa Gray, senior. Don't, I don't have any stats for uh, the West Hancock Titans. I do know they average about 45 and a half points a game, and they give up about 49. But individual stats don't have any of those. So we'll have uh, Alexa Gray, a senior. Lily Woodworth, a junior. Alexis Lucy, a junior. Lakin Larson, a sophomore, and Jaden Clymer, a freshman. For Mammoth Roseville, they'll start Tatiana Talevaz. The lights are off, and the spotlight is shining here on the Mammoth Roseville starters. Tatiana Talevaz, sophomore, averaging seven and a half points, also three and a half rebounds. Maddie Gillen, a senior, the leading scorer at uh, 14. Point seven, about 14 and a half points, four and a half rebounds. She leads the team in assists with three and a half and also three and a half steals leads the team. She makes it go, Maddie Gillen. Also, uh, Mariah Reading, the energy. She brings the energy, a senior, four and a half points of all game. And then the two post players, Brianna Woodard, a sophomore averaging 14 points and nine rebounds. And then Carmen Houston averaging just over 11 points and five rebounds. We are ready to go. It's uh, Titan Girls Basketball here on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WRAM. I'm Sean Temple alongside Bianca Luna. Here we go. Tip it up. Did you ever get the jump center? Nope. Never got the jump center. Now just nope. say, Webb, come on, man. Give me one shot at jumping center. Never. Never once. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. There was no way I was jumping center. All right, we got Brianna Woodard jumping center for Monmouth Roseville and Jake Clymer for the West Hancock Titans. And we are underway. West Hancock wins the tip. They will get the first crack at it here over the timeline and quickly. Lily Woodsworth. And a travel call. First time out, or first turnover of the ball game. That took a whole six seconds. It looks like they want to run a little bit. She, she grabbed the tip and took off. Yeah. Titan point guard, Tatiana Talival. Man to man. Defense here by the West Hancock Titans. Uh, tipped out of bounds out of Talival's hand by Alexa Gray. You'll see some, probably some pretty, pretty tight defense here by uh, West Hancock. I know Coach Weber is expecting some pretty tight defense. Maybe not what he, like, like you said, what he saw on Saturday from Camp Point Central Southeastern, but now loose on the floor. 
Jump ball's going to stay with Monmouth Roseville. Not uh, not a clean start here by Monmouth Roseville. No. A little sloppy, especially after the game on on uh, Saturday. You'd hope they get off to a, a little bit cleaner start here. Of course, we're only 26 seconds in, but they lob it into Houston. Back out to the right wing to Talival. She'll set the offense up. Gets a screen from from Houston. Now Houston goes to post. Talivaal drives baseline into Houston, drives up and scores. Nice shot by Carmen Houston. Two to nothing. Houston, just a junior, so she probably wasn't in high school yet by the time you got there. No, we just had Riley. There, yeah, Riley was enough. Riley and Carmen was fun to watch last year. Year before, last year, I believe. In the paint, shot up, no good by Lily Woodworth, the junior. Rebounded by the Titans, here they come. Houston all the way up to Gillen for the layup. Nice break there by Monmouth Roseville. It is four to nothing. Titans, four to nothing Monmouth Roseville. Can't say Titans tonight, they're both Titans. And a missed shot, rebounded by Brianna Woodard. Ahead to Talibaa. Left wing, posting up is Carmen Houston. Calling for the ball. She's hanging down there in the post with with Jaden Clymer. And now we've got, what do we got here? What'd they call there? What was it called? Did you see the call there? No. I looked down to uh, check my scorebook and there was a, well, it was a turnover in Monmouth Roseville. That's their first turnover. So now turnovers are even at one apiece. Into the backcourt to Alexa Gray. Guarded by Lexi Finnecum. She's in for Tatiana Taliba right out of the gate. We're gonna do some coaching with Tatiana here. Now we got a foul. First foul of the game is gonna go on Monmouth Roseville. See who they give that to. That's going to go to Carmen Houston. Houston fouled out in the game on uh, on Saturday. She and Brianna Woodard both fouled out, and Maddie Gillen played nearly the whole game with three, and then ended up with four fouls. So, and turnover by West Hancock. Try to feed the post out of the post player's reach. It'll be Titan basketball. What do you see out of the Titan defense here so far? About a minute and a half in. I don't know, it's just, I feel like it could be a little tighter, I guess. Yeah. I feel like they're giving them a lot of room, like on the perimeter. And on the, on the we'll stagnant on the offensive end. Alexi Finnecum in the lane, dishes it out to Wooders. She'll drive down the left side of the lane, pull up. No sh shot, no good, but there's Curran Houston to clean up the mess. Six nothing, Monmouth Roseville. And it allows them to set up the press. Nice job by Alexa Gray to break that pressure. And we dribbled right through a couple of Mama throws a little tight. Six nothing. We are just under a couple minutes in behind the back dribble and a layup good by Lily Woodworth, the junior. That was a nice move. Six two, a little behind the back dribble at the free throw line. Good ball fake by Lexi Finnecum. Can't get to the rim. And the Titans will throw it away. Finnecum made a nice, nice uh, shot fake, got to the baseline. Tried to feed Woodard. Wish she would have won to finish it though. She just took it right there. She got, she got past her defender. Just go ahead and take that on up, maybe draw a foul. And a foul in the backcourt is going to go on. Lexi Finnegum doing the, the press here. Finnegum will pick up her first foul. That's two fouls on Monmouth Roseville. They average about 15 fouls a game. Talking to Coach Weber, they had about 25 fouls on Saturday. So. Wow. <laughs> they had a bunch. Too many. Driving baseline, and shot no good by Jaden Clymer. Rebounded by the Titans. Here comes Maddie Gillen. She's going to try to go coast to coast, and misses the shot. Tipped out of bounds by West Hancock. Good job by Maddie there not to not to touch that before it went out of bounds. She tried to. Just your, your, your reaction yeah. says, I want to grab that. 
It was off of West Hancock. They get it into Brianna Woodard. She spins off the glass, no good. Rebounded by Jaden Clymer, the freshman for West Hancock. One senior on the roster for West Hancock. And playing the, the uh, varsity game first with the uh, JV following. Didn't want the uh, turnover by West Hancock. And so Mama Throws will tighten pressure. I've got three turnovers on West Hancock, two on Mama Throws. That was a much better defensive effort there by Mama Throws, though, I thought. I agree. 6-2, 4.45 to go first quarter. Right wing is Brianna Woodard. Top of the key, Lexi Fenicum. Left wing, Maddie Gillen. Coming across the lane, getting the pass is Woodard. Misses the shot, another rebound by Jaden Clymer. It's a tall freshman. No heights listed for West Hancock, but that's a tall freshman. On the run and drawing a foul is Alexis Lucy. She'll go to the free throw line. Transition there, nice pass to Clymer. Or nice, back to, nice pass to Lucy from Clymer. That's going to be two fouls on Carmen Houston. She's in foul trouble again. I know Already. a little something about that. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. I go back and look at my scorebooks. I bet there's some marks in that uh, little foul column back in your, back in your Just days. Just a little. <laughs> Second free throw is good. But, I mean, you, I mean, that's the tradition here. You play, hard, you play tough, hard-nosed defense, right? Always. That's the tradition. And... Maddie Gillen tried to force it across the lane to Carmen Houston, but West Hancock's going to tip that out of bounds right in front of our Vic Royce Furniture broadcast booth. Your uh, starting lineups, I to tell you folks, were brought to you by your Monmouth area McDonald's. They're hiring. Check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. You worked in any fast food places in your career? No, only restaurants. Restaurants. On the block, Brianna Woodard. Of course, now a student at Monmouth College. And a turnover by Mama Throwsville. That evens them at three apiece. 6-4, Mama Throwsville does have a two-point lead with 4.04 to go here in the first quarter, but a little sloppy play here on both ends. With the ball is Alexa Gray. She tosses it off to the left wing, and the three ball is good by Jaden Clymer, and the West Hancock Titans have the lead, 7-6. Mariah Reading running the point now for the Titans. Finnicum on the right wing. Little give and go to Brianna Woodard, who scores. Woodard and Houston have combined for six of the Titan eight points. Titans, Monmouth Roseville back in the lead by one, eight, seven. Climber ahead. Now flashing across the lane as Lily Woodworth misses the shot, rebounded by Gillen. Ahead, tries to get it to, what a nice play by Mariah Reading. All the way up ahead to Chevelle Wolf in the ball game for Monmouth Rose. That was a nice play, good heads up play yes, at half court. Just kind of a little touch pass there. Tipped out of bounds by Lexi Pinnacum. Chevelle Wolf, instant offense is what uh, we've called her this year. Chevelle comes in and she seems to score almost immediately. Somehow she either gets a rebound or makes a nice move, she just scores immediately. Instant offense. <laughs> And dribbling through a, a couple of traps was Alexa Gray for West Hancock. In the front court, shot no good by Lucy Woodworth, the freshman. And it goes out of bounds off the rebound fingers of West Hancock. 10-7, Mama Throwsville, just under three minutes to go. 2.59 on the inbound. Reading over the timeline. There's so many girls that can play the point here. You got Tatiana Talibah who starts there. Alexi Finnicum has, has ran the point. And now Mariah Reading can run the point. Very versatile. Very versatile club. And now a turnover by Mama Throwsville. Here comes West Hancock on the run. A 
Charge call on the baseline, and from the outside, they're going to call that a block. So two different opinions on the officials there. <laughs> I've seen the, the baseline official put his hand behind yeah. his head. The, uh, si the uh, official out here on the sideline said it was a blocking call, so it's going to be an attempt of a three-point play here. And no good. So the basket is good. The free throw is not good, but West Hancock gets the rebound and turns it over. Four turnovers apiece. Looking to check in is Malia Kelly. Lexi Finnecum gets it down to Brianna Woodard. She turns off the glass. No good. Backside rebound by Chevelle Wolf. She's going to be tied up with Jordan Jaden Clymer. So it's uh, Mia Hunters coming in for Monmouth Roseville. Not uh, Malia Kelly. Mia Hunter is going to check in. Using a lot of girls here in this first uh, first quarter. It's a deep ball club. It really is. I mean, you you played on some teams that were deep. It feels good when you can go out there and give four minutes of just nothing but nonstop energy, knowing you can get a little break. Yeah. 10-9. Monmouth Roseville up by one with 2.20 to go. Alexa Gray and dribbles it out of bounds. Got a little bit ahead of herself there. Pretty good pressure by Hunter on the sideline, but Alexa Gray, the lone senior. Dribbles it on the sideline. 10-9 with 2.15 to go. Right wing is Hunter. Takes a couple dribbles. Picks up her dribble. Feeds the post to Chevelle Walsh. She's going to be fouled from behind to be on the floor, so no shot. Jaden Kleiner. Gillen will inbound. And finally gets it into reading at the right elbow into Brianna Woodard. Ball fake, goes up strong. She's fouled. She'll get a couple free throws. Foul, I think, is going to go on Climber. If it is, that'll be her second. Nope. Not going to be Climber. Lucy Woodworth is going to get that one. I got some nice height there for, for a young ball club in West Hancock. Yeah. Some long arms. First free throw is good by Wolf. She'll get a second. Titans shoot 68% from the free throw line as a team. That's pretty solid. What'd you shoot from the free throw line back in your day? You remember? Not at all. <laughs> you don't remember? Do you think he was remembering back? You think he was a pretty solid free throw shooter? Um, yeah, Wait, but. How about now in college? You're in college. You're a basketball player in college. What kind of free throw shooter are you now? I don't shoot free throws in <laughs> games. <laughs> Missed shot by West Hancock. Here comes Mama with Roseville on the run. Mia Hunter, right wing, spins, gets back in the lane, now feeds to post. Brianna Woodard, ball fake, up strong, no good. Chevelle Wolf on the backside, no good. Woodard gets the rebound, and finally the West Hancock Titans clear it. And on the run they come, tipped out of bounds by Mama Roseville. It'll stay with West Hancock. 11-9, Mama Roseville. West Hancock at 5-7 on the season. Their last outing, they got beat by Macomb by 29, 71-42. But I watched Macomb uh, put it on having an Avon at the Great Western Shootout on Saturday night. Macomb playing some pretty good basketball right now from Jackson Kane, former Mama Roseville Titan. Shot, no good. Boy, quick shot there by Lily Woodworth. Rebound finally cleared by Brianna Woodard. That was a quick shot there by uh, Lily Woodworth. And Woodworth's going to pick up a foul. Guarding Maddie Gillen a little too tight down the sideline. What's Mama Roseville got to do here on the offensive end? What are you What are you seeing that they need to do a little better? Only a two-point lead. 
I feel like they could take care of the ball a little better. I feel like it's getting a little sloppy. They're, I mean, this is a man-to-man. -man. I mean, that, it's not like a zone where you gotta whip it around the arc, but they do need to move it a little better, move away from the ball a little better. Too much dribbling at this point. Feels like they're trying to force inside a little too much and not letting it like just come naturally from moving the ball. And the Titans turn it over. Wolf try to feed back out to the uh, wing. Now a three-pointer on the way, no good by Alexis Gray and and a foul on the rebound. So West Hancock's going to go to the free throw line with a chance to tie this up with a couple of free throws. Free throws tonight sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Foul's going to go on reading. That's her first. First free throw is good by Jocelyn Little. Well, she'll get a second one. Chance to tie this thing up. 11-10 right now, Mama Throwsville. Second free throw is up. Doesn't get the roll on that one, but again, West Hancock secures the rebound. Three-pointer top of the key, no good. Finally getting a good box out was Lexi Finnecum. Here comes Mama Throwsville on the run. Get it into the post, turns, fires with 26 seconds left. Rebound again by Jaden Clymer. I've got her, she's got to have about four or five, and a turnover. That's the sixth one on West Hancock. 27 turnovers for Mama Throwsville on Saturday in their loss. They're sitting at, at five right now, so they're on a 20 turnover pace. That's not good. Mama Throwsville averages 14 turnovers. They turn, they turn other teams over 25 and a half times. Wow. That press that they can put on. Hunter on the right wing. Spacing not good right now for Mama Throwsville. Get too many girls in one spot. Gillen, long three with two seconds. It's good. Maddie Gillen at the buzzer. Just before the buzzer hits our first three ball, Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. 14-10 after that three-pointer by Gillen after the first eight minutes. We'll be back here on AM 1330 in one minute. Back here at the shoebox for quarter number two. Mammoth Roseville with a 14-10 lead. They'll start the second quarter with the ball. I'm Sean Temple alongside Bianca Luna, former Mammoth Roseville Titan, current Mammoth College softball and basketball player. Your impressions of the first eight minutes. What are you seeing up here, Bianca? I feel like they need to get a lot more movement going on offense. I feel like it's really getting stuck on the right side. And I feel like once they get the movement going, then more opportunities are going to open up for them to score. I think I think it's very, I think it's a good insightful uh, uh, diagnosis the first quarter because right out of this timeout you see we've seen a lot more movement than we've seen in that first yeah. quarter so I think coach Webb you, you you know coach Webb pretty well it's probably what he was telling him there in the in the uh, during the during the timeout between the periods get one three ball good that's her second one two for two tonight a 29% free uh, three-point shooter on the season that's her 26th and 27th three-pointers Brought to you by Mama Farman Home Realty. Now Tatiana Taliba'a with a steal. She'll take it in and draw the foul, get a couple free throws. Taliba'a, a little renewed energy. She sat quite a bit of that first quarter. He took her out pretty early there. You can see uh, you can see Tot wanting to get in there and get something done here. Yeah. Since she got back to the floor. On the floor for Mama Throwsville is Brianna Woodard, Lexi Fenecum, Tatiana Taliba'a, Mariah Reading, and Maddie Gillen. Getting a break right now is Carmen Houston, but she's got two fouls. So if you can buy a little time here, First free throw is no good by Taliba'a. She's just a 27% free throw shooter on the season. Four of 15 coming in. Does split a pair here, though. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. 
Back into the game for West Hancock is Alexa Gray and Monmouth Roseville has opened up an eight point lead, 18 to 10. First four points of the second quarter to Monmouth Roseville. 7.05 left here till half. Baseline pass down to Lake and Larson. Jaden Clymer throws it to the baseline. Cut off is Alexa Lucy. Shot no good by Clymer, little mid-range jumper. Rebound to Maddie Gillen. Every time Maddie gets the rebound, she looks to push. Oh, put somebody on uh, the, the deck there. Jumper no good by Mariah Reading on the sideline. Nice move there by Tatiana Talibano. Kind of put uh, Lily Woodworth on the, uh, on the ground there. Yeah, one of our players had one of those the other night, too. <laughs> that was what all the uh, ooing and aahing was about, folks. You heard that. And now backing down Mariah Reading, and Lexi Finnecum will try to take the ball away from Lily Woodworth. Well, Lily's had a, a tough 30, couple, about 30 seconds here. Got uh, Kind of got tied up here on the defensive end and went down, and now had a jump ball. Battling with Lexi Finnegan. Lexi Finnegan doesn't doesn't take no guff. You know, I've seen her try to jerk the ball away from a number of players this season. You never did that, right? You just no, not at all. played soft, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Lexi Finnegan left wing to Maddie Gillen. Top of the key, Finnegan. Now right wing. Talibaa. Right wing is left wing Finnegan. Good ball moving here by Monmouth Roseville. They'll lob it into the free throw line. Now Driving baseline as Taliba takes it in and scores, and we'll get to the free throw line. We've seen a new Tatiana Taliba here since she sat a lot of that first quarter. A oh, message sent, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing Wim knows how to do, it's send a message. <laughs> and she completes the three-point play out of way. Since she's been checked back into the game, she's got four points the most of anybody here in the second quarter. Right now, Mama Roseville holding West Hancock scoreless, and I spoke too soon. At least if you're a Mama Roseville fan. Alexa Gray right down the left side of the lane, all the way to the hoop and scoring. 21 to 12, Mama Roseville by nine. Behind the back dribble by Taliba, back out to Finnegan. Now they swing it to Reading. Taliba, just to the right of the top of the key. Now she throws it away to Alexis Lucy. And ooh, almost a good job by Lexi Finnecum. She almost got back on defense and knocked that back off of Lucy. And out will come Taliba, and in will come Mia Hunter. Well, she made a nice play, and then just kind of just one of those non-focused passes, and immediately out of the ball game comes Taliba. There's never one thing you want to do. It's look at the next person you're going to pass to. <laughs> right, yeah, don't telegraph it, man. You think that's only for quarterbacks in football. It's not. It's almost in every sport. Backing out is Clymer. She'll drive baseline, gets all the way to the rim and scores. Jaden Clymer with five points. That's the leading point getter for West Hancock. And we're down to five minutes, and it's a seven-point lead for Monmouth Roseville. Finnecum, no good off the right block. Quick shot from Finnecum. Here comes Gray. Throws one up, hits the side of the backboard, and rebounded by Woodard. Here comes Gillen. She'll drive, hits to the baseline, throws it up and good. Good take there by Maddie Gillen. She's got 10. She was she was saddled with foul trouble. Uh, Houston and, and Woodard fouled out on Saturday, but Gillen had three fouls really early in the first half and never did foul out, but I'm sure it takes you out of your game. Yeah. You know, once you once you pick up three or four fouls. Gotta start lightening up on the defense. 
Missed shot by West Hancock, but another offensive rebound. In the corner, Lakin Larson back out to Clymer and right through the hands of Lucy Woodworth, but she beats reading to the ball. Back to Clymer in the corner is Lucy. Now on the block is Larson. Dribbles and throws it opposite baseline. Missed shot by Woodworth. Rebound to Hunter for Monmouth Roseville. Halfway through quarter number two. Shot by Finnecum is a little short. Misses everything and out of bounds. And now Houston will come back in. Haven't seen Carmen for a while. She'll give, she'll give Woodard a break. Houston with two fouls. West Hancock ball with 3.45 to go second quarter. 23-14, Mama throws it with a nine-point lead. And a three ball by Clymer is short. Tipped right through Mia Hunter's hands. It came off that rim pretty quick. <laughs> Didn't really have time to get her hands up, but gotta have your hands up anyway, right? Yeah. Him mounting right in front of the Titan bench and stolen away by Hunter. Just can't quite get a hold of it, but nice job of jumping in the passing lane there by, by Hunter. And she went to dribble about half court, went right off her hands and out of bounds. So it'll be thrown in from the side on the run. West Hancock to Clymer. Takes a shot, no good. Rebound put back is no good by Lucy. And then another offensive rebound by Monmouth Roseville. <laughs> Coach Weber looking right at his bench right now. Who I got on this bench that's going to rebound? And here he comes. To the free throw line is Lucy. She'll get two. That's uh, two fouls on uh, Maddie Gillen. I must have missed one in there somewhere. Huh. Okay, 16 fouls for Mama Throsville, seven for West Hancock, so both both teams in the um, in the bonus. And one out of two for Alexis Lucy. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. 23-15, Mama Throsville by eight. And the ball, Hunter crosses over. Gets to the free throw line, almost gets it poked away from her. Gillen's got it. Drop pass, good ball fake by Houston, takes it in, misses the shot, tries to get her own rebound, and will tip it out of bounds. It'll be West Hancock ball. Rebounding, rebounding. I don't know what's going on. This is a solid rebounding team. Mammoth Roseville in the season averages 34 and a half. They only give up 26, so they're, what, that's about an eight and a half rebound advantage, but not tonight. It all starts with boxing out, I feel like. I feel like not many of them are boxing out. And if you don't box out, then you're not going to get a rebound. No, I mean, you can be as tall as you want, but if you don't box out, you're probably going to get an over-the-back call if you're that tall. And a good steal there by, by Mammoth Roseville, and it leads to a uh, Carmen Houston. Is that Houston? No, oh, it was ahead to... Uh... All right, Reading got the layup there. Now we're going to have a timeout on the floor with 2.35 to go. Timeout taken by, we'll see, it's going to be head coach J.C. Hartwig with the West Hancock Titans. Our first timeout sponsored by Monmouth, uh, excuse me, Tickham's Electric. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tickham's Electric, 335-3034. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Both teams back on the floor following the West Hancock timeout. 25-15, Mama throws the leading by 10 and a turnover by West Hancock. I've got him for 10 and Mariah Reading is going to go coast to coast and be fouled from behind by Lucy Woodworth. Boy, I thought she was really close to getting a three-point play out of that. Just couldn't quite get the layup to go. Yeah, jump stops always work wonders, though, you know? A good jump stop, pump Let's fake, and then go up. Let them fly right by. Two free throws by 
Mariah Reading and gets the first one to go. That's this is. Uh, let me check the stats here. Is this Mariah's? This is her. No, she's 11 for 13. Okay, there we go. I was gonna say that's not her first free throw. She's 12 for 14 now. And Farm King, the family store with more, gets a pair. 13 out of 15 for the season for Mariah Reading. And it's a 12-point lead for Mammoth Roseville. Driving is Climber. It's cut off by Woodard. Now they enter it into Alexis Lucy. She's going to be fouled and get two shots. Too easy. Too easy on the uh, post-entry passes. And it's going to go on Mia Reynolds, who has checked in for Mama Throwsville, the sophomore. First one is good. By Lucy, she's four or five now from the free throw line. And misses the second one, four of six. So she splits a pair. The lead is at 11 for Mama Throwsville and the basketball. Right at two minutes left here, second quarter. Gillen wide over from three-point range and drills it, her third three ball. Mammoth Farman over Realty, getting her money's worth out of Maddie tonight. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farman Home Realty. Check them out at mammothfarmanhomerealty.com. 30 to 16, three ball, top of the key, no good. Long rebound, picking up her own rebound is Alexis Lusty. Three ball, no good by Lily Woodworth, and that high bounce goes up and over the backboard. Lily Woodworth, the junior. Hasn't been able to get one to go. 30 to 16 with a minute and a half. A couple Titans looking to check in. Mia Hunter and Lexi Finnecum. Right wing is Yoselim Hernandez. She drives baseline over to Mia Reynolds. It's tipped out of bounds. So Hunter and Finnecum will check in for Yoselim Hernandez and also Mia Reynolds. In. Oh, good. Tic-tac-toe there, leading to another three ball by Maddie Gillen. Four threes for Maddie. 33 to 16. How many threes? You have? What was your highest three-point game? Did you hit I'm some threes? You never shoot in high the three. School. Not in high school. You yeah. probably fire them up in college, though, don't you? Well, occasionally, yeah. yeah. I was always more of a defensive player in high school, as everyone knows. <laughs> Tough defender. Nice move by Lily Woodworth as she got down the lane. Did a little behind the back dribble at the free throw line, then got herself in deep enough to get the layup. 33 to 18. 40 seconds left to the half. Hunter drives baseline. Cut off back out to Finnecum. Right elbow jumper is no good. Finnecum lit on the basket for Lexi. Brianna Woodard hustling in the backcourt. Gets a tie up, but it'll go to West Hancock with 32.9. Mama throws the leading by 15. Got one more game tomorrow night here before we, we uh, take a break for the Christmas break, before the, the uh, Christmas tournaments. We got Titan boys basketball. They're at the pit at Quincy Notre Dame tomorrow night. Enter it on the baseline to Lakin Larson. Somehow saves it back in. Oh, good find. Good find by Alexis Lucy to Alexa Gray. That was a good pass there. I don't know how she's, oh, crossover by Maddie Gillen with 10 seconds. Gets all the way to the rim and can't get it to go, but there's the rebound put back by Brianna Woodard. And West Hancock's not gonna get a shot off before the half. Good finish to the half there by Mammoth Roseville. They'll take a 15 point lead. 35 to 20 into the 
10-minute halftime break. We will take a three-minute break. We'll total up some scores, talk about this first half. We'll see what's going on out at Monmouth College with uh, Fighting Scott basketball and softball player Bianca Luna, my broadcast partner tonight. Coming up again in three minutes here on AM 1330, FM 94.1. Welcome back to the uh, halftime show here. Brought to you by LMP Insurance Agency. For your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Mama throws with a 15-point lead, 35-20. to 20. They led by 4, 14-10. Outscoring West Hancock uh, 21 to 10 there in that second quarter. I'm Sean Temple alongside Bianca Luna. Bianca, what did Mama Throws will do a little better there in that second quarter that, that had them increase that lead by well, by 11, I guess. They definitely started moving the ball more, which is always good because the more you move the ball, the faster you move it, the more opportunities you get to score, especially with not having a shot clock. It's very beneficial to move the ball fast and really take your time which is something I feel like they could do better like in the second half because it seems like when they get down low, they're rushing the shot. So if they would just take a little more time, see like what they have, square up a little more. Shot clock, you a proponent? You like the shot clock? You play in college now. You like the shot clock or do you like the no shot clock? Where, where you stand on the shot clock? Love-hate relationship, I guess, you know? <laughs> I like how it makes the game go faster and you're not just able to like stand near half court with the ball just dribbling, but I also don't like it because you got to get your offense moving that much faster. Like you got to get things happening. Do you think? And you, you were a high school player. Now you're a college player. Do you think? Do you think the high school game needs it? I mean, I, it's, it's. I mean, there's people that want it, but I, I and I, I don't. Th I don't think we need it at the high school level. I, I really don't. I don't think That's the my high opinion, school though. needs it. I feel like it could be beneficial in ways of like preparing them for college ball mm -hmm. for the ones that do go to play and just to help the game like move faster because in high school you do see a lot of people like stand near half court just dribbling the ball but I don't think high school needs it. I, I don't really either I, I mean I don't at least the games at least in, in West Central Illinois and I do a lot of games this is I think I don't know my 15th or 16th game I've done already this season at least and and I, I haven't seen a whole lot of games where teams have held the ball for more than 30 seconds. For one, they're either shooting it or turning it over. They're just not, you know, I just, for the added expense of getting the clock, then you got about somebody at the, at the scorer's table that's got to be able to run the clock, and that's not easy. That's probably one of the hardest things to do is to determine whether you should restart or start the shot clock. Um, I, I just don't think it's necessary. Maybe in some parts of the states, but I just don't think so in West Central Illinois. I really don't. Yeah, definitely not, especially with the shot clock, because we've had a couple games where we've had problems with the shot clock. <laughs> right. See, and then and you got to stop, and everybody starts yelling, "Never restart the shot clock!" And you know, you got you can't just train one person to do it. You had to train two or three because it's not something like a scoreboard or anything like running, a, you know, keeping a score book where you can just grab anybody to do it. It's it's something you've got to you know what you got to be doing to, to restart and start the, the shot clock, whether it was touched or hits the rim, whatever the case may be. I, I just I don't know. I just wanted your opinion because you played both ways, and that would be a good opinion that I I would respect and. I just don't think it's needed at high school. Maybe college, yes, because those girls are, are, are good enough to hold the ball for 35 or 40 seconds without turning it over, I think. But I don't know. I just don't think we need it in high school. Uh, anyway, let's talk. Let's stay with the college team. And how's things going at Monmouth College for you? Just got done with finals. How'd that go for you? They went well. Um, only one in-person final. The other two were take-home. So decently easy finals for me this year. Good. So straight A's. We talking straight A's. Talking Dean's list. What are we talking here? There was, there was a class I struggled with a bit, so I'd say A's and B's. Nice. Possible 
possible dean list, but in college, um, the minuses and plus signs really matter. Like, they make a big impact once you get to college, that's for sure. The, and I know coaches, especially coaches at Monmouth College, they're very proud of their team GPAs, and, and I know the a lot of teams from Monmouth College have been honored with their team GPAs as far as regionally and, of course, conference-wise. So, I mean, how, how much are the coaches on you to get your stuff done? Um, they kind of leave it up to you guys? They mention it every now and then? I mean, how, how much are they on you about that? They're not, like, super honest just because, like, they know, like, we're good students and, like, one thing like the women's basketball team for is known at the college is like the good student athletes like we're a very loved team on the campus so coach is on us but it's she like she knows we get our stuff done yeah so she kind of leaves it to you guys to get it done yeah she'll check in every now and then like how her class is going but other than that like she trusts us um softball or we'll start with base or uh, basketball you're in basketball season now how's basketball season going so far um it started off rocky, then we got on a little win streak, and now we've been on a little bit of a losing streak. So I'm hoping the break we have for Christmas will just allow everyone to like heal, get better, and once we get back, to get on a win streak. We uh, we always get a chance to catch up with Nathan Believa on the morning show on Monday mornings at about 8, 8.10, 8.15 on WREM every Monday morning with kind of a Fighting Scott Sports update. And he mentioned this morning there's some a little injury bug going around the Scots women's team right now. Yeah, we do have quite a few injuries, which really is upsetting, especially because one of our um, – one of our main players, Jaden, Jaden mm -hmm. Mitchell, mm -hmm. she recently just rolled her ankle really badly. But of course, like anyone who knows Jaden knows, she wants to be on the court. So the second she came back with a boot, she was like, "Bob, when can I start physical therapy?" <laughs> like Jaden wants to get on, and it's it's really glad to see. He said she was in a boot, he, and he's, he did it happen during practice. He said, "I don't think it happened during the IC game." And then he said she played in the IC game, and then. Next thing he saw her was in a booth. So it was like, I don't know if it was yeah, a practice situation. Yeah, it happened situation. in practice. She was going up for a layup, and you, then it it honestly happened really fast. I just know she was going in for a layup, and there were a couple people down there, and then she landed, and she just kind of, like, screamed in pain, and then she came back the next day. She was in a boot. The ankle, them ankle injuries. I mean, a lot of people say, "I just wish I would have broke it instead of instead of spraining it," because those sprains take forever to heal. Sometimes. Yeah. Some, Jaden uh, said for Christmas she wants two new ankles. <laughs> well, well, she's got so she's got a hotline to getting new body parts. I definitely need to talk. To, <laughs> I need a couple new shoulders. I need have a couple new knees. Yeah, I'd like to buy some myself. So, uh, softball wise, let's quickly touch on softball too. You're a softball player for the Scots catcher, which I appreciate. I spent a lot of time. In my men's fast pitch softball career catching so i appreciate the uh the effort that it takes to get behind the dish yeah i i love catching you know like I, when i started playing softball i never thought like i was gonna be a catcher i was the kid who people stuck in the outfield because i was just there to play in the dirt and <laughs> now i'm playing college softball as a catcher so it's funny how life works yeah I that's, that's kind of how I started my my catching career in, in men's fast pitch. We didn't have one for a weekend tournament. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I've yeah, never done it before. That's exactly I'll how I came about <laughs> at the Y League fifth grade. Our catcher was injured, and coach was like, hey, we need a catcher. And me being me, I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then once you get back there, they don't ever get you out of there. If nope. you're willing to do it, they just keep you back there. Oh, I fell in love with it. <laughs> good for you. Well, good luck this second half of uh, the school year, and good luck for Basketball and softball season. They only got a foul right out of the gate. First first possession for Mama Throws. They're going to get a legal screen. 
That's going to be on Taliba for Monmouth Roseville. We are underway. We'll check the uh, scoring for the first half. Your halftime scoring update brought to you by Save a Lot Food Store. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot food store in Monmouth. Leading score for now a turnover by Gray to Taliba. Takes it in, misses the shot, but there's Woodard for the putback. Woodard now with six points for Monmouth throws a good steal by Taliba on the back court. Now Gray gets into the front court. Five points in the first half for Jaden Clymer. Four points for Alexa Lucy, who has the ball right now. Alexis Lucy, four points for Alexa Gray, and one point for Jocelyn Little. For Monmouth Roseville, we'll give their, uh, their, their uh, leading scorers from the first half. 16 points for Maddie Gillen, four three-pointers. Four points for Mariah Reading, four points now six for Brianna Woodard, four for Carmen Houston, four for Tatiana Talibaha, and three for Chevelle Wolf. Gillen with the ball right now. A little give and go to Woodard. Catches it on the baseline. Can't get it to go. So it'll be rebounded by West Hancock. P.J. Brooks giving you a shout-out. You just sent me a text. Hey, shout-out to B, he said. So Hi, you got a shout-out for P.J. Foul from behind, Brianna Woodard. Trying to get into the passing lane through Jaden Clymer, and they caught her. First foul on Woodard. Norman Houston picked up two quick fouls there in that first half, and she's still stuck at two, so she's done a much better job of playing with her feet instead of her hands. Yeah. Missed shot by Lakin Larson, and a travel call on West Hancock. Again, I, I did such a good job of keeping turnovers in the first quarter, and usually I lose it about midway through the second. So. <laughs> I know when I stopped keeping track, West Hancock had 10 turnovers. 37 to 20 with 6.41 to go. Mama throws well by 17, just uh, and a five-second call. Turnover by West Hancock. Not being able to get it in was uh, Lily Woodworth. Good defense there by Monmouth Roseville. Looks like they've kind of turned it up a notch here, and West Hancock yeah, a little tired out. Look a little tired on their feet out of the halftime break there. Yeah, if there's one thing Webb's teams never really get, it's tired. He knows how to make sure they don't get tired. <laughs> I have heard that a million. Free throw line jumper by Houston is no good. Tatiana Taliba almost secured the rebound, tipped it around, but coming up with his Lily Woodworth. Yes, I've heard these stories of uh, the uh, Scott Weber, Coach Weber, uh, getting in shape uh, regimen, I guess. So the rumors are true, I guess, huh? The rumors are true about Webb's getting in shape regimen. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Out of bounds it'll be. Monmouth Roseville basketball under their own hoop, 37 to 20. And they do. I mean, they press almost the whole game, and I don't see girls, you know, tugging at their shorts and leaning over tired. And that, if you're going to play that style, you got to be in shape, right? Most definitely. Gillen gets the screen from Woodard. Give and go not there. Boy, they had a switch, and she missed her. Gillen missed. Ooh, nice power move by Carmen Houston. She just got the ball on the block and just took one power dribble and back down two West Hancock Titans, and she'll go to the free throw line. It looks, looks pretty familiar there, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Foul on West Hancock will go on Jaden Clymer. That's her second. Houston at the free throw line for the first time tonight. She is a 70% free throw shooter. And back irons the first one. Farm King, the family store with more, sponsoring our free throws. Second free throw by Houston is short this time. Long the first time, but there to get the rebound is Brianna Woodard right over the top. 
of uh, one of the West Hancock Titans. I think that was Alexis Lucy and stolen away by Gillen on the pass down the floor. She tries to take it right into a couple of West Hancock players. No good and Brianna Wooders rebound put back is no good. Now Gillen gets up limping a little bit. She, I never see her show the emotion she just showed when she was laying on the floor. She looked at the referee with both hands out like, come on. And it will be a foul on Mama Throws. Oh, that'll go on. Ah, oh, there's Houston. See, I jinxed her. I said she'd done so well <laughs> staying out of foul trouble. Now she picked up her third. Yeah, I've never seen Gillen. She's pretty, usually pretty even keel. Doesn't say much, but boy, she was laying on the ground. Now she gets a steal. We'll see if she takes it right back in, right back in amongst the trees again. This time she'll back it back out. Jerks it away from Alexa Gray. To Talibah, drop pass to Houston. Shot good. <laughs> I think she was just trying to draw a foul there and the ball yeah. happened to go in. Whatever works. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Climber with the ball, gets a screen. Now we got a timeout taken by J.C. Hartwig. It's going to be a 30-second timeout, but we'll step aside, take a quick 30 ourselves. 41 to 20, Mammoth Roseville has scored the first six points here in the second half. We'll be back in 30. Both teams back on the floor. Boy, one pass into uh, the uh, first play after the timeout. It was a three-pointer, not good by Jocelyn Little, but rebound again by West Hancock. They have. And now we got a foul on Alexa Gray as she lowered her shoulder, went into the defender. That'll be a foul on Alexa Gray. Yeah, not a whole lot there. A little bit, I guess. But now Coach Coach Weber's going to take another timeout, something he didn't like. Something he didn't like at all out of that, uh, since the uh, timeout taken by Coach Harwig. <laughs> if I had to guess, I'm going to say the offensive rebound. Yes, I think so, too. And, they, and West Hancock's had a ton of them. They really have tonight. I, well, of course, we don't have the numbers, but at least from the eye test. It seems like they've gotten a lot of offensive rebounds. And yeah, that might have been what he was taking care of because he's done already. <laughs> Set his team back out to the floor. Timeout sponsored by Tickums Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor that you can trust, call Tickums Electric at 335-3034. Mama throws the ball and a 21-point lead. Taliba gets a screen from Woodard. Boy, it was there, just seen it a little too late, but somehow Taliba comes up with the ball after she almost turned it over, and now a double dribble is going to go on Taliba. Huh? She's wondering what she did there. I kind of like to have an explanation myself. I didn't see much of a double dribble. Maybe a travel, maybe shuffling her pivot foot, but I didn't see a double dribble there. Jocelyn Little, the freshman, with it for West Hancock. Trap, can't find anybody to throw it to. Gets it knocked out of her hands and finally finds Little. Or uh, Alexa Gray missed shot, and there's another offensive rebound by West Hancock. And uh, I don't have a height on Jaden Clymer. She's a tall girl. She's she's every bit as tall as, as Brianna Woodard, if not maybe an inch or two taller. Yeah. Just a freshman, too. Crazy. The first free throw is up and missed by Clymer. But she has gotten... I'm going to say, I can't wait to look at the scorebook tomorrow, the uh, score sheet tomorrow, but I bet she's getting close to 10 rebounds. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's the free throw to go. She's getting close to a double-double now. She's got six points. And if she doesn't have 10 rebounds, it's awful darn close, and about five of those have been on the offensive end. 41-20. We are halfway through the third quarter. 41-21, 20-point lead. Splits the free throws, sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more. Mariah Reading goes baseline. 
first time I've seen her get aggressive down the baseline. I'd like to see that more out of Mariah. Yeah. Because she can. And stolen away by Brianna Woodard. Crosses over, tries to get it ahead to Taliba. A little too late on that and picked off by West Hancock. A little too late. Good idea. A little too late. She stumbled with the basketball to start with, and then I think if she'd have passed it before she stumbled it, probably get a layup on the layup for Talibaha. In the lane, drawing a foul, it's going to be Alexa Gray. Talibaha said, what do I got to do here? That's her second foul. At the free throw line is Alexa Gray. This will be her first free throws. Five for nine from the free throw line in the first half for the West Hancock Titans. Right now they're two of three here in the second half. First, first one goes. And sub coming in is Lily Woodworth. Kind of a late sub there. The shooter already had the ball, but the horn already blew. <laughs> Second free throw, no good. One out of two for Gray. She's got five points. Rebounded by Woodard. Gets it to Taliba on the early throws it away. It's another one of those uh, kind of non-focused lazy passes in the backcourt. Good job by Lexi Finnicum. Bing, bang, boom, right into uh, right into Woodard for the bucket. The nice play. Yes, good fast passes. Ten points for Brianna Woodard. Left wing is Lucy Woodworth. Top of the key, Lake and Larson now. Little on the baseline, gets it poked away from her by Tali Vaughn. Oh, Tali Vaughn is knocked off her feet right on, right on top of the basketball, and it's going to be West Hancock ball. Mia Hunter will come in for Mariah Reedy. And inbounding will be Lily Woodworth, the junior. Lucy Woodworth, a freshman, with the ball right now. And we got a foul on Mama Throwsville. That'll be 16 fouls on Mama Throwsville. So any foul from here forward with 2.45 to go in the third quarter, West Hancock's going to be shooting free throws. And that's going to go on Woodard. That's her fourth. Am, how am I missing fouls there? I only got her for one. That can't be right. That can't be right. In comes Chevelle Wolf. I couldn't have missed three fouls on Woodard. And dribbling off her foot will be Jocelyn Little, right in front of our broadcast booth there. It'll be Mama throws a ball. I don't know if, if Coach Weber saw the board. It can't be four fouls on Woodard. I only had her for, that would have been her second. 45-22, Mama throws a basketball, up by 23 points. 2.36 to go third quarter. Mia Hunter gets it into Houston good power move misses the shot tipped around right back to Woodard who score or uh, Houston who scores look at what I found huh but that's what good hustle and good box yes. out gets you you get the advantage of that those breaks sometimes I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, firm believer in you make your own luck oh absolutely and on the other end the Titans turn it over and leads to a three-point play potentially by Alexis Lucy See who's going to get the foul here. Is that going to be uh, Houston? Nope. It's going to go to Mia Hunter. So to complete the three-point play, she does. Alexis Lucy. She's five for seven from the free throw line. And seven points. Gets the lead down to 22 points. 47 to 25 with two minutes remaining. Finnicum, top of the key. To Mia Hunter. 
Left wing. Gets it into Houston. Good pass across the lane to Tatiana Talima. I don't know how she saw her across the lane. She was doubled up by a couple of West Hancock Titans there. And spinning in the lane and getting in the passing lane is Houston. Loose on the floor, picked up by Hunter. She's mugged by a couple of two or three West Hancock Titans. I don't know, you flip a coin on who's going to get the foul there. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go on Jocelyn Little. She's, she drew the short straw there. There's three West Hancock Titans just trying to get the basketball, and they're going to give it to Little. And that can't be her third, too. 49-25. And now they fixed the board. Yeah, there's only three team fouls on West Hancock, seven on Mama Throwsville. I didn't think there was that many. Neither did I. And a kick ball by West Hancock will go to Mama Throwsville. They'll inbound it under their own hoop. What play are they running her out of bounds? The web got some new plays, or have you seen this one before? Um, I'm pretty sure this one is spread. We ran it quite a lot. Into the lane goes Carmen Houston, runs right over Alexis Lucy, but Lucy's gonna pick up the foul. Carmen Houston's gonna go to the free throw line. And Houston tonight is 0 for 2 from the free throw line. First one is up, and it's good. There you go, that's better, that's better. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959, sponsoring our free throws this season. Thank you so much for jumping on board our local sports coverage here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. And second one's good, too. So now two of four from the line tonight for Houston. Makes two straight there, lead up to 26. If they can get this to 30 points in the fourth quarter, we'll have a running clock. They've done that several times so far this year. Three-pointer on the way is good. First one of the day, second one of the day for Jaden Clymer. He had one back, way back in the first quarter, so that is uh, nine points for Clymer. She's leading West Hancock in scoring, and Mammoth Farm and Home Realty gets another three-pointer. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600. Behind the back trouble by Gillen to Taliba. She'll take a three, just a little short, but the rebound by Chevelle Wolf, who she was hammered, no call. And here comes West Hancock in transition. Cut off by Wolf. Good hustle to get back on defense after the missed shot. Three-pointer on the way is good. Back-to-back -back threes, this time by Lily Woodworth. She's got nine. 51-31. They said, I, I said they're trying to get up to a 30-point lead, and since then, <laughs> got two three-pointers by West Hancock. Down to 10 seconds left in the third. Hunter, little drop pass, little give and go to Wolf. Can't handle it, going out of bounds. Gillen picks it up, got to throw it up there, got to shoot it, and didn't get a shot off. 51 to 31, a 16 point second, third quarter for Monmouth Roseville, holding the uh, West Hancock Titans to 11. They've got 31. 51 31, we'll be back in one minute. Fourth quarter underway. West Hancock basketball, they trail by 20, 51 to 31. And first play, a little sloppy in the paint there. Chevelle Wolf, Carmen Houston, and Alexis Lucy battling for it. And since West Hancock got the ball to start the fourth quarter, the tie-up is going to go to Monmouth Roseville. It's kind of like they get the ball to start the half, I guess, basically. 
Taliba picks up her dribble, but gets to, to Reading on the, on the right wing. It's Reading, Taliba, Wolf with the basketball now. Carmen Houston and Maddie Gillen. She'll take a three from the left wing, just a little short, but there is Carmen Houston for the rebound <laughs> and throws it up, but it gets stuck between the rim and the backboard. She does draw the foul, but he gets a chuckle out of that. And now they got to get something to get the, uh, get the ball out of there. Or, uh, Bianca, you want to run down there and try to tip that ball out of there? Not a chance. <laughs> hey, referee uses uh, basketball to get it out of there. <laughs> nobody, uh, certainly nobody volunteered to run out there and tip that, did they? Nope. I couldn't have got, got that when I was in shape, let alone now. I roll an ankle and I come down and throw a hip, one or the other. Houston's going to get a pair of free throws. Rattles the first one home. That gives her 11 points on the night. Chevelle Wolf will come out of the ball game, and in comes Brianna Woodard. Starters on the floor now for Mama Throws. Will Tommy Baugh reading Houston, who gets the second free throw. Farm came to Family Store with more since 1959. Gets a pair of free throws. 53-31. Houston with 12. She is the second leading scorer. Maddie Gillen had 16 in the first half. Didn't score in the, in the third quarter, though. Nice move down the lane there by Alexa Gray, the lone senior for West Hancock. He's got seven points. That was a nice take. A nice take and finish. She got a, a bad angle there on the baseline somehow. Yeah, she snuck it up over there. Whoa. <laughs> Kickball. <laughs> no, she had a good screen set up, though, for that drive in. <laughs> Kickball went right at. Our referee Sean Strawn. It's a good thing he saved it because he might have taken Dina Neal out there at the scorer's desk. <laughs> that thing was heading right for her. Kick there by Alexis Lucia, top of the key. Crossing over, getting the lane. Nice pass from Taliba to Brianna Woodard. I know talking to Coach Weber before the game, they only had four assists. I, I don't remember if he said it the entire ball game or in the first half, but either way, that's not good for uh, a Mama Throws a Titan team because they, they usually have a ton of assists. Yeah, one thing we look for at the college or like after game stats is the first thing we talk about is assists because you you can't have a good game if you don't have assists. That gets everybody involved. How to have everybody involved. Titans average uh, just a little under 16 assists. That's pretty good, 15.7 actually. Driving baseline and cut off as Gillen has to get it back out to Taliban on the left wing. She's pressured. Pressured by Lily Woodworth, gets it in. Now the back out to Gillen on the left wing. Now Woodard gets herself reset on the block, turns, faces, shot fake. And out of bounds, gonna be on West Hancock. 55 to 33, with 6.15 to go here in the fourth quarter. And now we're getting everything set up. Oh boy, Bree's got either a bloody nose or a bloody, maybe, Popped on her, popped her lip there, but that off her lip was on her nose. That might be her nose, I think. She might have caught, caught an elbow there in the lane. You haven't had any of those, have you? No, actually, I haven't. Really? No kidding. No. Tully Ball with a nice jumper. Just about the outside the left elbow. No, no bloody noses, huh? No. Have you given any bloody noses? I'm sure No I have. comment? <laughs> no comment. Never on purpose, though. <laughs> right, right, right. 57-33, jumper in the lane is no good. Rebounded by Maddie Gillen. For Monmouth Roseville, ahead to Taliba. In the ball game is uh, McKinley Rexrow. Good to see McKinley on the floor. She missed a 
huge chunk of time. Gillen misses the three. McBrextro with the rebound, put back. There you go. Talk about her and good things happen. She missed a ton of time with uh, with a knee injury or an ankle injury. Some, some injury, I know. I don't want to speculate. I think it was an ankle. And just now coming back. A couple, she's been back a couple games now, but provides. And there's a rebound by Rexro. Got it, girl, McKinley. There comes Tally Ball. No numbers there. Good decision by backing it back out for the sophomore. Could have just forced one up there in the lane, but curled back around to get in the Yeah, I'm offense. glad she brought it back out yeah. so they can really set up their offense and get something moving. Reading, give and go to Rexro, just out of her reach. It goes out of bounds. It'll be West Hancock basketball. Good idea there. Rexro just couldn't quite catch up to it. Gives Reading a five on the way down the floor. 59-33, Titans by 26. Three-pointer on the way, no good. Tipped around, Gillen battling for the rebound with Alexis Lucy, doesn't get it. And Climber. Jaden Clymer doesn't get the shot to go, but she will get two free throws as she is fouled by Gillen. Clymer is one of two from the free throw line. She's got nine points trying to get the double digits, and she does with the free throw. 444, 59-34, Mama Throwsville. Second Farm King free throw is good. 59-35, 24-point lead for Monmouth Roseville. They led by 20 at the end of this quarter. They stretch it out to 24 here, three and a half minutes into this period. Getting a screen is Gillen. Rexroat, little, eh, tried to get it back to McKinley Rexroat, but thrown away. Here comes Clymer over the timeline, and she throws it away. Thought uh, Lily Woodworth was popping out from the corner. Instead, she was going baseline. So it'll be Mama Throwsville ball. Mariah Reading ch <laughs> chatting with the official. Mariah Reading chats with everybody, doesn't she? She's yeah, always, was, always talking. I was never one to chat with the officials. <laughs> <laughs> you get that reputation too? Well, I mean, it was a five-second call on Tali Ball. And now Coach, Coach Weber says you got to do something with it. You can't just stand there and dribble, right? Yeah, you see, I get on the good side of the officials. That's something I never learned as a coach. I never got on their good side. I always got on their bad side. I didn't learn very well. And a long two by Lily Woodworth. It never hurts, right? It never hurts to make friends with the official. Long two from Woodworth makes it, as Lily Woodworth makes it 59-37. Good pass from Taliba to Carmen Houston for the layup. Another assist to that I'd like to see that because uh, she made a mistake there the last time down, and Coach Weber got on her a little bit, and then she did the right thing, made the move, drew the defense, and dished it off. Had a plan that time. She didn't have a yeah. plan. That's the first time around. Houston throws it away to Clymer. Bounce pass down, and Maddie Gillen with a block shot on Alexis Lucy. And she loses a handle on it, takes it away from the uh, defender. It's getting in there and getting that physical is Amelia Harness. She's a freshman. Timeout taken by head coach Scott Weber. 61-37 with 3.20 to go here in the uh, in the uh, fourth quarter. We'll keep it here. We'll set the stage for tomorrow night. We've got Titan boys basketball on our sister station, Sunny 97.7 WMOI. It will be it will be the Titans and Quincy Notre Dame going down to the pit at Quincy Notre Dame. Be myself. 
and uh, and Mark Meyer bringing you that one tomorrow night. Uh, Mark, I've worked Mark since last year. Mark's taken a new job. He did some play-by-play -play for us here on the PCSN throughout the basketball season last year, a little football as well. Taking a new job down in the Quincy area, so he's going to join me tomorrow night. It'll be a lot of fun, me and Mark Meyer with the uh, pregame show starting about 6.45. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock. That's a tough place to play, both boys and girls, for Quincy Notre Dame. Got any Quincy Notre Dame girls on the Scots team this year? No, I don't Not think you so. Know yeah. It's a good program. The girls are, the girls are fantastic this year for, uh, for Quincy Notre Dame. What were they ranked? They're ranked uh, number one in Class 2A this year. Yeah, Quincy's always been a good team. Yeah. 61-37, we'll have that tomorrow night. Boys basketball, 61-37 here with 3.17 to go. Tommy Ball back to Gillen. She'll shoot a three ball top of the key. No good. Going out of bounds and getting it is Lily Woodworth and ran into by Carmen Houston. Houston will pick up the foul. And uh, well, you could just see in Carmen's eyes, she was going to chase down that loose ball. And it didn't matter who was in the way. <laughs> yeah, those are the worst fouls sometimes, just trying to go for a ball, make a hustle play, and then you get, you r accidentally run into someone or accidentally like trip someone. Makes it maybe makes it look maybe a little worse than what it really was. But yeah. First free throw is good for Lily Woodworth. That is her 12th point. She's in double figures. 61 to 38 with 307 to go in this one. And second free throw rims out and getting it as McKinley Rex wrote. And there's Lily Woodworth again trying to get. <laughs> Tell you what, I like the spunk from that Lily Woodworth for West Hancock. And, and Woodworth's gonna pick up the foul, but man, she is she is not scared to get get involved into, into some stuff, is she? She's a junior. She hustles, goes after balls, and I know she hit the deck a couple times there in the first half. So at the free throw line is going to be McKinley Rexrote. Her first free throws of the season, right? Yeah. And short, just a little short on the one in the bonus. So she will not, she will not get a second one. And boy, pass down the floor goes through the hands of Alexis Lucy, following the miss on the free throw. That probably would ended up in a layup there. Yeah, I think it's good that the pass was not made because if it would have been made, I feel like Webb would have been really upset about <laughs> yeah, not, not defensive transitioning. Tatiana Taliba into, into Gillen. She'll force one up in the lane. No good. Contact, no call, but it's a 23-point game. Probably not going to get that call. And no good on the shot by Alexis Lucy. But West Hancock with the basketball spinning in the lane as Lily Woodworth throws it up off the glass and good. That, that was one of the hardest shots I've ever seen in the middle of the lane. I was that about thing to say, just, that shot was a bullet. <laughs> it was a line drive from the middle of the lane. Kind of a look at turnaround throw hook little thing. No good by, by Taliba. Oh, but Carmen Houston gets the rebound and gets the uh, bucket. She's had a good second half. She's had 12 points in the second half. She's got 16 now. Ties Gillen for the team lead. Gillen had 16 in the first half, none here in the second. And battling is Carmen Houston. Throws it into Gillen. And now in the backcourt, nearly stolen away from Gillen. Uh, girls going after it. That is Maddie Gillen and Jaden Clymer. Carmen Houston and also Alexa Gray in here. A little, uh, 
A little trash talking as well between the players there, huh? A little feeling in the game here in this 23 point. <laughs> Let now, me see a little tension between the two. Yeah, Coach Weber said, I was going to get my girls out of here before we get involved in any stuff. Gillen's coming out. Carmen Houston's coming out. Reading's coming out. In the ball game for Monmouth Roseville is Chloe Allen. Also, Yoselim Hernandez, Mia Hunter, McKinley Rexroth, and Tali Vaz standing there. And Allen is going to get a foul from behind on Jaden Clymer. Scrappy bunch, this West Hancock, West Hancock Cruz. They're a scrappy bunch. Mama Throsel, you know they bring the toughness every night. Uh, West Hancock showing some spunk, showing some scrappy. I always love playing a good scrappy team. Yeah, a little feeling in the game. Foul on Chloe Allen. And that will put Climber at the free throw line. She's three for four, all in the second half, and gets the first one. They'll get a second one. 63-41 with a minute 50 to go. 22-point lead, and Tommy Vaal will come out. Who checked in there? We got out there. Is that, uh, that's Emma Robinson, the sophomore. And in for West Hancock is Alexis Lucy. Yeah, if you're Coach, uh, if you're coach Hartwig, you got to get your, instead of getting your seniors and juniors out, you got to get your freshman and sophomore out. Get them, yeah. get them rested up for the second game. Free throw is good by Alexis Lucy. Nope, excuse me, that was uh, Jordan Clymer. So she gets both free throws, Farm King free throws. 63-42, lead is 21 with a minute 40 to go. And Yoselim Hernandez pass is picked off by Lily Woodworth. She's been everywhere in the second half. A little crossover by Woodworth. And Mia Hunter, good defense by Mia Hunter. She tried to cross her over and she kept her in front of her. Good defense by Mia. 63-42 with a minute 31 to go. Titans and West Hancock going to pick up a little pressure here. A little full-court man-to-man pressure. Emma Robinson, sophomore, gets it ahead to Mia Hunter. Over the timeline to the left wing. Little spin by Hunter. Goes up strong and draws a foul. Good job by Mia. She will get to the free throw line. And the foul's going to go on Alexis Lucy. Mia Hunter from the free throw line this year is 0 for 1. Just one free throw for Mia. Free throw is up and in and out. No good. Lots of free throws for Mama Throwsville tonight. I need to get an abacus to get this thing totaled up when the game's over. Second free throw by Hunter, in and out, no good. 0 for 2, but it falls right to McKinley Rexroad, who gets the put back. <laughs> Looky what I found, huh? She finished. Sometimes, if you're around the rim, you the ball will just come right to you. You do your job boxing out, sometimes it'll come right to you. Missed shot, rebounded by Yoselim Hernandez. She's on the run. She'll slow it down and get it to a guard with a minute to go. 65-42. Down inside to Chloe Allen, not quite handling the basketball and travel call. Going to the ground with the basketballs, Alexis Lucy. And in for McKinley Rexroth is Mia Reynolds, another sophomore in there. So Reynolds is a sophomore. Also, Ember Robinson, a sophomore in the ball game. Gets it into Robinson. Two Reynolds. Yoselin Hernandez. Two Mia Hunter. 40 seconds to go. Titans run a little offense here. Hunter, top of the key. Or, Yoselin Hernandez, top of the key. Drives in. Two Hunter. Shot fake. Left elbow jumper. Short. 
Rebounded by West Hancock, and they look to run. Ahead they come. Ooh, nice little break, leading to a shot made by Lakin Larson, her first basket of the game. That was a nice little break there by West Hancock. And again on the steals, Lakin Larson, 65 to 46, with 10 seconds left into Chloe Allen. Tipped around, here comes West Hancock with five seconds. We'll see if they can get a shot off. Losing the handle on it, double dribble with .3, and that's how it's gonna end. 65 to 46, once, they, uh, once the Titans inbound the ball, and that's it right there. 65-46, a 19-point Monmouth-Roseville win as uh, both teams will head to the locker room, and the freshmen and sophomores will stay out on the floor and uh, get themselves a little bit of run here after the varsity game has completed. We will total up the scores. We'll, we'll pick in the, uh, my broadcast partner, Bianca Luna, has got to pick an offensive and a defensive player of the game for Monmouth Roseville, so she's got to start thinking about that while I talk with head coach Scott Weber. And we come back in three minutes. Back here on the post-game show as the uh, JV game getting ready to start here, which is always weird to say after a varsity game, but with the numbers a little bit low on West Hancock this season, they're playing their JV game second. The varsity game, though, Titans get a win, 65-46. to The Monmouth-Roseville Titans get the win, 65-46 to over West Hancock. That makes Monmouth-Roseville 11-1 on the season and um, get a little bit of... A little bit of retribution for the loss on Saturday to Camp Point Central Southeastern, 43 to 39. Get a little good taste in their mouth. 40, uh, the West Hancock Titans fall to, to uh, uh, five and eight on the season. Heading this way is head coach for the Monmouth Roseville Titans, Mr. Uh, Scott Weber. And uh, I should just let Bianca just interview you this whole time. No, she'll ask me harder <laughs> questions. <laughs> good point. Yeah, she's, she's wanting to give herself offensive and defensive player of the game tonight. She said there was times, there was some time in during her playing career, she didn't get it, so she's giving it to herself tonight. She's probably, you get offense, you get the announcer of the game. 65-46, uh, just your thoughts. You know, I know what you're going to say. The old coach is never happy, right? Well, I just thought we, we came out with very low energy tonight. Um, not going to say we're tired because they had a whole day off, right? We played a tough right. game Saturday, but it was Saturday at 1 o'clock. So they have plenty of time to rest. We just we came out with no energy, and it's something we've got to, we as a group, me, coaching staff, and the girls, we have to fix that. We can't come out with with no energy. You know, we got it handed to us on Saturday. I would think they'd want to come back in the shoebox, home crowd, that they'd have more energy, and, and they didn't. And so I was disappointed with that. Uh, defensively, played pretty solid, I, I think. Offensively, okay, yeah, just one of those just on paper, you're, you're better than West Hancock, and it just incrementally, just kind of as the lead went on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And that's a that's a great way to put it. On pay, they got some good athletes, no. don't get me wrong. On right. paper, we're better. You know, we have better posts. We have our guards are better shooters. If Maddie Dillon, Gillen doesn't go off in the first half, it's a whole different game, right? But we just, we can't let teams dictate what we do. And tonight, again, we did Saturday and we did tonight too. We let them dictate what we do, and we can't, we can't allow that to happen. So somewhere between now and December 27th, you know, I get him for four days of practice, so I'm sure something will change in that time. Um, uh, do, you think, do you think they'll be running a little bit, Bianca? She told me all the rumors are true about this whole running thing with Coach Weber. Yeah, that's all false rumor, but we just, <laughs> energy-wise, we've, we've got to have more energy. Yeah, and, and you know, as a coach, how do you, I mean, how do you do that? I don't know. I mean, you know. At, at, you know, some of it's on me, right? Being, I, I don't know, harder? I don't know if I can be harder, because I, I mean, 
I'm hard on him already. I'll be the first one to admit that. I'm sure, you know, Bianca will do that. I want to have as much fun of him, but I expect as much out of him as anybody. And so somewhere within them, and I just told them that down there in the locker room, somewhere between now and December 27th, in the next four days, we've got to decide, we've got to buy in that we want to work harder and we got to play harder. We're, I mean, we're, talk, we're two months away from the postseason, but if something like this happens in the postseason, you're done. I mean, yeah. it's done if you Agreed. get a bad start. And you, you have something you got to work on now, I guess? Yeah, we, we have to. There's got to be still. urgency. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is they think they can turn it on and off when they want to, and it doesn't work that way because you're going to run into that team. That team was for us was Saturday that we knew what was going to happen, but I don't think they anticipated much, and we didn't respond. And, and tonight we just fell into that same mix. So we just, we've got to find more energy. What did what did you see you liked tonight? You know, lots lot to like. I still think that once we get run and we kick the ball ahead, we share the ball extremely well. You know, even our post can make a post-to-post pass. Um, Tot when she drives can dump down and we can score. Once we get the ball reversing, you know, Looper looked at me on the bench. He goes, "Look at that! We reversed it twice and got a layup." You know, when we do the things we want them to do, it seems to work, and so. That's fun to see, but we just got to get him to do that more often. That was actually one of Bianca's uh, keys to the game going into the game was, was a little bit more high-low stuff. Yeah, and we, we I drew it up on the board. Let's this is We work on that because we split up posts and guards, and I know that they work on high-lows. We don't do a very good job of it, and I'm not blaming Luke because he's the guy that works with the posts, but our posts have to do a better job at that. So something we're going to work on hard in practice is looking more for high low because if our posts go out they people follow them because they can shoot out there that sets up a perfect high low option yeah i mean that's just it i mean we've, we've got two posts that, that both of them have great post moves so i'm guessing first thing in their mind is man i'm gonna put this good post move on sometimes that shouldn't be the first thought i guess right you know what i mean right and you know we go to run something and our players go to the same spot every time and we're working hard on that we're going to work harder on that in practice that they can't go to the same spot anymore you know and so we've got to move them around both posts and guards got to do something different and so we'll work on that but you know we haven't really had four days of practice yeah. you know you play a game practice which you don't want to get hard because you play the next night and so we'll have an opportunity the next four days to work on some things and get better and we'll be ready for next week bianca you got anything for coach weber maybe anything you get off your chest or anything i'm just kidding I'm just kidding anything you need to get off your chest or anything all right. She said you did a good job tonight. She did all right. If I got her approval, I'm in good shape. <laughs> uh, again, you got, a, you got a long layoff till uh, where's my sheet here? To December 27th, taking on Bureau Valley. You'll also be playing Peoria Heights Quest, Mercer County, and then uh, a good matchup there on December 30th with Lena Winslow. Uh, four teams you have not seen. Oh, I guess you've seen. We seen saw Mercer. Mercer. County. Yeah, really, we saw really Mercer early in the, in the season, and and uh, I thought I thought Mercer County was going to be better then. I'm sure they're better now at least. You Right, and we'll get information on Peoria Heights, who wasn't, you know, on paper wasn't very good last year, has gotten a lot better. Yeah. You know, they play tough competition, so we just got to go and take care of business. We're going to play one game at a time, but we got our work cut out for us the next four or five days. Yeah, it's a, you know, I don't know, it'll be different not playing for a first-place trophy since they've changed it into more of a shootout type thing rather than a, than a tournament, but you got good competition, and, and uh, I'm circling that Lena Winslow game. That's going to be a good one to end with. Yeah, they're a solid ball club. You know, play up north, they play solid competition. I know they're long. You know, they got some tall players. I know they'll play a zone. I know they can shoot it. So we'll have, we'll have to get ready for them. All right, get some practice time in, get a little rest. Have a, have a great Christmas, my man, and we'll uh, we'll see you down the road here. That sounds great. Thank you. Head coach Scott Weber with the Monmouth Roseville Titans here as his team gets a 65-46 to 46 win. Uh, we'll come back. We'll take a one-minute break. We'll total up some scores, and then we'll give out our offensive and defensive player of the game. We'll be back. 
back here on the Post Game Show, Lair's Collision Center Post Game Show. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. Lair's Collision Center, professional auto body repair that drivers trust. Also, thanks to, to uh, jumping on board with local sports, simulation sports. It's like recess for everyone. Happy, every happy gathering is successful because of the people you share it with. The weather will never put a damper on the fun when you book an event at Simulation Sports. Perfect place to go when it's nice and cold like this. Perfect for small or large groups of all ages. When you're playing at Simulation Sports, there is no pressure to be an athlete. They're all about having fun. Batting cages, pool tables, golf simulators, and a lounge area equipped with HDTVs. They have something for everyone. Simulation Sports, a fantastic uh, place to uh, just uh, chill out and, and have a good time. All right, let's get to our post-game scoring update brought to you by Midwest Bank, your locally-owned community bank investing in you, member FDIC. First for the West Hancock Titans, 14 points for Lily Woodworth, 13 points for Jaden Clymer, seven points apiece for Alexis Lucy and Alexa Gray, four points for Lakin Larson, and one point for Jocelyn Little. Two three-pointers for Jaden Clymer in the ballgame, and the West Hancock Titans were 13 of 20 from the free throw line. For Mammoth Roseville, they were led in scoring by Maddie Gillen and Carmen Houston with 16 points apiece. All of, all of Maddie's points came in the first half. Four three-pointers in the first half for Maddie. Eight points for Tatiana Talibaa, just missing double figures. Six points for Mariah Reading. Four points for McKinley Rexroat and three points for uh, Chevelle Wolf. Oh, I forgot uh, Brianna Woodard. She was in double figures with 12 points as well. Mammoth Roseville was nine of 16 from the free throw line. All right, our, our offensive player of the game brought to you by Ben Olson Country Financial, planning for a secure financial future, takes knowledge and experience. To make the right decisions, it's best to work with a professional like Ben Olson to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. I'm Sean Temple. Bianca Luna, my broadcast partner, it's up to you. Pressure's on. Who's our offensive player of the game for Mammoth Roseville? Um, I feel like this one might be a little obvious, but I'm gonna have to go with Maddie Gillen. Just because, like, I feel like her threes in the first half really did get the offense going for MR. I, I like that. She had 16 points all in the first half, and like you said, that's when Mama Throsville started to stretch out their lead. So that was a very important 16 points. Carmen Houston was 16 points. She had 12 in the second half, but she just kind of extended the lead in the second half. Maddie kind of got us out to that good yeah. start. Picked us up when the offense wasn't rolling, for yeah. sure. For sure. Her three-pointers were huge. You heard Coach Weber talk about how important her threes were. Now our defensive player of the game. This, one will be, this is always a little tougher. Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. I'm sure you won this award more than a few times in your playing career here at Monmouth Roseville, so you know what it takes to win the defensive player of the game. Who gets it for Monmouth Roseville? Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Mariah just because she was on Lily Woodworth and I feel like she did a really good job of like keeping her like out of scoring position. Like, yes, she had 14 points and she led, but I feel like a lot of her points came from like kind of trash like the points. Yeah, the, like, the transition stuff, the, the backcourt back turnovers and things. Like, West Hancock was really into their offense. I feel like Mariah did a really good job of containing her. I think you're right, because I've I kind of watched. She kept getting my attention, Mariah guarding the point guard coming across half court, forcing her, forcing her left or forcing her right. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good one. I like Mariah Reading being our defensive player of the game. So I concur on both of them. All right, that's going to do it for our coverage here tonight of Mammoth Roseville Titan Girls Basketball. The uh, Mammoth Roseville Titans get a 65-46 to win over the West Hancock Titans. Mammoth Roseville is now 11-1. They have a long break until December 27th when they take on Bureau Valley in the first game of the Warkins 
Uh, used to be a tournament. Now it's the Work Erie Warkins shootout with two teams dropping from the Warkins tournament. They don't. They're not playing a tournament format. Just kind of a you're going to get four games basically a shootout type thing. And the Titans uh, will take on Peoria Heights Quest as well, Mercer County, and Lena Winslow. The next home game for Monmouth Roseville. Here, here we go. Here's the oddity of the schedule. The next home game for Monmouth Roseville is going to be a huge one. It is Sherrard, but it's not until January 12th. That's the next uh, home game for Monmouth Roseville. And then after that, they're not at home until February 4th against Farmington. So one home game between now and February the 4th. That is, that's an odd schedule. That, yeah, that is very. After a six-game homestand here, <laughs> six-game long bus rides. Of, a lot of bus rides there. Uh, being in college, you know all about the long bus rides, right? Yes. Luckily, we get a charter though, not a school bus. <laughs> yeah, it does make it a little better. All right, uh, that's that's gonna do it. I'm Sean Temple for Bianca Luna. Bianca, thanks for joining me here on the thanks broadcast for tonight. Me, Sean. We'll maybe have you down the road here. Uh, and also, Caden Rogers for uh, engineering tonight's broadcast as well. That's it for Titan Girls Basketball. 65-46, Monmouth Roseville defeats West Hancock. We'll have Titan Boys Basketball on our, on our sister station, Sunday 97.7 WMOI tomorrow night, 645-ish when the, when the JV game gets done from the pit at Quincy Notre Dame High School. That's tomorrow. Myself and Mark Meyer bringing you that one. Till then, folks, have a great rest of your evening.